Podcast. How are we going, boys? I am excellent. You're excellent. I'm excellent. Why are you for reasons? For reasons undisclosed. I'm pretty good. I've had a pretty good weekend. Had a pretty good week. NFL starts this week, Dylan. Yes, sir. Cobb has done his prep on his tips. Yes, sir. And has some numbers to back it up. Kobe is here. He has done no prep on anything. But it's going to be a good pod. Did we get a graphic last week? Yes, we did. Okay. Yeah. I didn't say and that. I posted for Curios when he won. Did ya? Wow. You just got that f- picture from Straight Google. off Google. Yep. You know who you remind me of? Karchinov. Who? Karen. Karchinov. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Before we hey, get into the people's voice. Bitch boy. Before we get into the people's voice, I've got something to say. Or what? Last week, I went hard on Smokey Dawes. Oh, no. Shh. Don't yell for don't no yell. reason. No, no, no. No, I am yelling. because We're I am very right. close to the and, next door. And he... What he messaged in the chat? Good. Yeah, he, he said some things. Now I'll say this, right? I still back my stance. No, shush, shut up. I still back my stance that power rankings for the reserves podcast are ever changing, dynamic activity. Okay. So, I while I disagree with him that I back myself saying he should be moved down the order. He made a good comment. He did make a good comment. Now, we love non-sport questions. Mm. They're a bit of jazz. Mm. It's a little bit different. Mm. But he's right. Mm. People are sending in... Many people are deciding to send in 15 non-sport questions mm. almost for clout. Mm. Sure. Non-sport question, mm. maybe once a week, once mm. every other week. Mm. Fine. Mm. We love talking about dinosaurs and shit. Mm. But he is right. People that keep sending in non-sport questions, lots of them, just need to tone back a little bit. So are you trying to say that this weekend we have a lot of non-sport questions this week? No. Because if we do, Dylan, yep. all I'm going to say is you, Dylan Mason, mm-hmm. created this monster. Hey. Um, uh, uh, no, nah, let my time here. Oh, God. You created this monster. Negative. By. Nope. This isn't the Reserves podcast uh, power rankings. Nope. These are the Dylan Mason power rankings. The only person in the top five, so a reminder for the listeners, last week the top five ended with Benny Pohl, Big Cheese, Hudson Babbage, Brock Russell and Smokey. The only person in that top five that sends non-sporting questions is Ben Pohl. Yeah. Guys, seriously, Smokey sent me a message saying he was going to let my cat out and burn my house down if whoa, he didn't get whoa, back Smokey, in the top two. And I said, hey, mate, that's a little bit harsh. And he said, no, 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 you've been warned. Guess what? Guess who gave him the idea, Kobe? Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's fly through a couple of these. A couple of these, a couple of these will uh, require a couple of um, extra minutes, but let's try to fly through them. First one from Hudson Babbage. He says, would it be smart for North to bring in bloody more memberships and more bums on seats? Hudson, if you want to go outside of the top five rankings, you would ask such a question. <laughs> that is dumb on every level. Yeah, I tend to agree. Now, I saw Hudson tonight. And I asked him, what was your question for tonight? And he goes, oh, I can't remember. No wonder why he couldn't remember, because it was fucking shit. Shit question, Hudson. I think that's all that deserves. So what number was he? He was third, wasn't he, on the list? Um, Jeez, fuck. If Tom Dawson gets stiffed to fifth, Hudson, watch out. Uh, 
you go. Bang. Bubba, bang, you go, Hudson. Bro. Bang. Good luck in your elimination final this weekend, Jam. Who are they playing? Uh, Subiaco. Ooh. Interesting. The White game. Walker comes back here. Brennan O'Kane Cup. <laughs> Just a couple of... Uh... Oh, my knee. Oh. oh. <laughs> I can't you can't do that. Can't. But it happened. You can't wow. do that. No one said the hamstring cup. Come on. Sorry. The John. White Walker. <laughs> How good do Ferrari's yellow Monza shirts look? Mm. No. They look like minions. I don't like them either. Agreed. Yep. Best drink. I think they're going to have a yellow car. Best drink on a hot summer day. Oh. So this can clearly be defined as to eight hours in the dirt after a game of cricket. And the first drink you have, it is nothing better than a can of Solo. A can of Solo, when you're parched and you're fuck, it's fucking hot, yep. a can of Solo goes down like anything. Ever reliable can of Coke. I'm going to give you one. Mm. Coke, vanilla ice cream, spider. No, uh, you're an animal. Mate. Question, Dill. Uh, I'm you an lo- animal. You love your cider. You're a fucking animal. Yep. yep. When you played your sport, did you ever go finish your game straight into cider, or did you always have like a little soft drink before you went into it? Um, great, good question. So this year our gridiron games were at Forestfield. Yep. So there was a bar. Sure. So this year we like to indulge in a few post-game beverages. Yep, yep, yep. Definitely start with the Powerade. Okay, and sure. Then hit the sizes. Kobe? What? Because you always everyone has a beer or some alcoholic beverage after a game. It's just in what order. Do you go with a beer straight off the bat, or do you need like a solo or coke, a bit of a sweetener before you get into your beer? Cobb. Dill. Do, do you know me? Hmm. Do you know me? He's having a spider. Yeah. I'm going straight for the the single fun. Single, single fun. fun. Single fun. Don't even question me. No soft drinks. Fair, fair. Okay, this one is from. Kane. And by this one, I mean these three questions. Sure. Kane Peter. Kane Peter. Underscore. Someone must be doing prac. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he goes, first one, people's voice. Is tennis a top five sport for viewing? Love tennis. Interesting question. Love tennis, but absolutely not no. for me. No. Well, get- sorry, sorry. I love watching tennis as I love watching all So do you reckon it's top five in the, in the world? Yeah. So, sorry. Top five sport. No, no, no. Oh. If you... If you've got the choice of every sport in the world to watch on KO, like in what order the, do you watch? No, is that no, the question? No, 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 in, no, no, no in what order no, do you no, go? Hmm. No, no, it's not like that. It's or did you go most watched? No, no, it's not like that because, f- f- like, for, uh, that's that question's a bit tricky the way you worded that because me, if it's Novak versus Nadal, then it's probably it could be a top three. Mm. You never know. But in terms of like, what sport are people most likely to tell me? Oh, no, fuck that. I don't watch it. I don't think... I think tennis... No, tennis is definitely out there. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. No. Okay, here here you go, Dil. Would you rather watch the Australian Open final between Djokovic and Nadal? Yep. The AFL Grand Final? Yep. NBA Game 7? Yep. Or a FIFA World Cup final? Tennis is the bottom of the list. Is tennis... Oh, shit. Tennis bottom of the list, mate. Tennis is bottom. Is tennis the final, though? Yep. Wow. Tennis bottom of the list still. No, I, I completely understand the hype And the, the World Cup final is Argentina versus Portugal. I, I completely... Oh. Un- could, you go, could you go Portugal versus Spain? Mm. Fuck, I might have to go the World Cup purely based on the fact tennis that is it's last. once every four years. Tennis is last. Once every four years, that's why I'm watching that. No, but yeah, that was actually a good, good question. question. Yeah, uh, good. No, it sounds yeah. like I'm, I'm backing Kane Peter up. Here we go. You get four million bucks... But every time you go outside, a magpie will constantly be trying to swoop you. This magpie cannot be killed, and it will go undercover when you go undercover in the shade. 
What's the objective here? So like, you get so basically you have to be in a building. I hand you four million cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time you step outside, you get swooped. So and, no, to, constantly swooped. And it can't die. No, you have I, to be in a building. This could be, yeah, this could be one of the only times. Oh no, I, I turned down money on one of our last hypotheticals. I might have to turn down the four million. Why? Mate, every single time for the rest of your life, you're, you're at the footy cob, swooping, three hours worth of but swooping. The thing is, dude, I don't, I don't think you're looking through the right lens here. Yeah. If you've got $4 million, you can make the biggest fucking house ever and never have to go outside. You could have a sunroof, all right, that gives you all the exposure that you need you, as if you were outside. You're trying to tell me that you're moving Swanath second grade to Cobb Estate and playing indoors. I'll make a new sport. <laughs> Oh, indoor cricket. Yeah, all right. But you can make a mansion with $4 million, give or take, plus your own savings, which is about $5,000. That's okay. You add that to, you add that to the mix. I'm taking the, four, I'm taking the four mil. Yeah, I'm taking the four mil. And I'm going to live like the bloke from Benchwarmers who lives in his cupboard hey, and eats sunscreen. That is you. Scared of the sun. Scared yeah. of the sun. Mm. All right. Ends up being scared of the moon by the end. Spoiler alert. It was voice. <laughs> How do you remember that movie? It's a great movie. What was your favourite item? I'm 12. <laughs> You're a dickhead. What is your favourite item of clothing as a child? Like a shirt you wore every chance you got. Oh, um... See, now this is where, like, if you had said sporting attire, yeah. it saves him there. But yeah. No, mine was, question. um... It's a little question. Mine was stereotypical, probably about 2006, 2007, Australian cricket, one-day shirt. Nice. That was I think but I... that was the one, for those who remembered... Andrew Simon's bowling in the SCG against Sri Lanka. Ball hit back at Simon's, and he goes, "Oh, you fucking bastard!" That kitsch, that that top, that top. That was that was the I one. I think I, I had a WWE top. I think it might have been my favorite wrestler was Batista, but I think I had this Triple H shirt that I wore like mm. for seventeen years. That doesn't straight. surprise me actually. And I finished wearing it last week, so yeah. it was a bit of a Kobe, um, I had a Woody the Cowboy costume. Oh yeah, lived in it. Nice. Um, Let's post these one. photos. Find a photo of you. This is a quick little weird one. Post the did you, Find a photo. Did you go through a phase during your adolescent years of wearing a necklace? Like an as in like a rip curl kind of... With a shark um, tooth? Yeah, one of those ones. I nah. definitely had a shark tooth, but you know nah. the big beady ones? No, nah, nah. I didn't. Not the beady ones. But I went Sorry, through God. I went through we the skate shoe phase. I had, a, I had a shark tooth. Went through the skate shoe phase. Yeah. I went through the snapback phase. Yeah, and yeah, the volleys, were, the volleys phase. You were definitely a snapback man. Yeah. Yeah. The volleys phase. Forward, though, Even worse. <laughs> nah, Dills was definitely turned slightly. Uh, <laughs> Alright, next one. Smoky Doors. The big O going down with an early concussion seemed like a blessing in disguise for the Lions sure with McStay going into the ruck. Yeah. McStay had to play further up the ground, flourishing with 23 touches and freeing up Hipwood and Doofy down to her to kick three goals apiece. Should Fagan roll the dice again and back in his midfield or bring in a B-grade ruckman in fault? What do you think, boys? Back in his midfield. What does he mean by back in his midfield? To help what? to help out McStay because he's not going to win every ruck tap, especially no. against Gorn. But if he's going to have to rely on but Lockie Neal Shark. Oh, because he's McStay. Sorry, Big O's out there. Yeah, he's out Oh, sorry, I understand now. Big O out. Yeah. No, you got to you got to bring in a B grade. I think you got to bring Ford in. I, I um, see. I, Ford's not been that bad when he's been in. Correct. But the thing is, is that my thing with Melbourne, and we'll get into it a little bit later. Brisbane are Melbourne light, when you really think of it. They pride themselves on contested footy, in and under, and when they've done that, what's happened against Melbourne? They've got absolutely fucking destroyed. Seeing Charlie Cameron play up the ground last week, McStay and the Rock offered them a different look. They need to play a different style to beat Melbourne next week, but... 
Did you see the post-game presser? Fagan pretty much said, ah, oh, Darcy's playing next week. Yeah. So it looks like Darcy Ford's going to come in. So it'll be interesting to see. Okay. A uh, couple of these went a rapid fire. Um, Abby Crisp, will Brisbane make it through the finals next week? We'll, we'll find out in, in about 45 minutes, I reckon. Abigail. Abigail, we'll find out in 45 minutes. Keep listening. Um, <laughs> Brock Russell, he wants a Witcher better. Let's go quickly. Sunkist versus Fanta. Fanta. Sunkist. Kobe. Sunkist versus Fanta. Fanta. Lift versus Solo. 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 Kobe. Lift. <gasps> Coke versus Pepsi. Coke. 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 Coke Zero versus Pepsi Max. Neither. Neither. Pick one. No, pick, I can't. Dude, pick one. Pepsi Max. Coke Zero. Pepsi Max. I can't do it either. Coke Zero is better than Diet Coke. Lemonade. But Pepsi Max is better than Diet Coke as well. Lemonade versus Sprite. Lemonade. This is a tough one. This is one out of all of these. This is, I think this is the closest one. What was one the last I, one? Lemonade versus Sprite. I think this is the closest one that I get to not being able to taste the difference. Here's one. <laughs> Give me a can. Do you want to let, just wait, just wait. Want to let Dill finish it? No, hang on. Give me a can. I'm taking lemonade. Give me a bottle. I'm taking Sprite. Interesting. Hey, thank uh, you, Dill. I'm going to go Sprite. <laughs> oh, so we've done that question? <laughs> <laughs> Corey Wilson. Is the Aussie order top... Sorry, is the Aussie top order set for this T20 World Cup? If not, what changes would you make? There will be no change. Who shouldn't be there? Funch. Hey, Aaron. There is no chance. So this, so Bailey's come in, McDonald's come in. They're all about ensuring players are comfortable, are given a good run, back them in, and then make changes when the necessary time comes around. So Finch is going to play all the way through. Top order will stay unless something drastically changes, like an injury give me, or something. Give me a top six for the World Cup. Oh, shit. Top six. Um, T20, well, Finch Warner. T20 World Cup. Yep, T20 World Cup. Finch Warner. Yep, Finch Warner. Uh, I'd have Smith at three. Yep. Four, Maxwell. Four, Maxwell? Yep. Five. Are you going store in the same? Oh, sorry. Match? Sorry, I'll lie. I'll lie. I need to go Mitch Marsh at three. Steve Smith Four, Four. Can't Maxwell five, the Storm um, and Cam Green at six. Cam, Cam Green. I reckon they're six seven. Yep, and then Agar at eight. Who's keeping? Kerry. Uh, like I, it's like my theory. We just put everyone's name in the hat, <laughs> and then whoever draws it out has to do it. That's um, cool. you Do- probably um, <clears throat> dog tits has got to go, doesn't he? But uh, who? who? Aaron Finch. Yeah, that's, we said that. That's yeah. his nickname. But I won't be I won't be surprised seriously. So what we've seen in the one day is coming up at the moment. Like Cam Green's been batting eight at some point. So it won't mm. surprise me in the T Twenty World Cup if you see guys like Carey actually bat nine or eight. Yeah. And we just utilise all our bowling options. With well, it's 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 over here. So who? His one Stoinis or Cam Green? Who's in the World Cup squad? <sighs> I, I, I'm picking Green. Like I seriously am. I'm picking Green. Green. But I don't know if they will. Camos. Because it's just the pres- if they, if the they go if they go with the extra bat, I think they pick green. Well, the fact that we're playing over here, sorry, extra bowler. Sorry, the fact that it's over here and not in you know UAE yeah. or something. Or that's India, why I think green's going to be. That's right. So that's why you can probably go a little bit better deeping. Oh, I'm fucking nine o'clock. You can go a little <laughs> bit deeper with the batting. Can we play twelve? Please, Please. <laughs> Brad Dixon. I reckon on. we should have a twenty-man cricket cricket game. No, we shouldn't. It's too boring anyway. Brad then you would really see like who, who, can, who can cut it. He's the fucking gaps. lost the plot tonight. Well, you're not letting me talk. <laughs> when we do tell you to talk, you don't talk, mate. Fuck it. Brad slash Ben Dixon, go to pump up songs. If Cobb says Frozen, he's dead to me, mate. Go to who pump was up songs. Kobe? You at the game? Quarter fucking time, elimination final, Fremantle versus Bulldogs. 
they had fucking Frozen singing all over the stadium. Dylan, the score was two to 36, and JL's gone, boys, I need something fucking from you. Hey. And you've got Frozen in the background. What the fuck, Frozen? You know what happened after that? We came back and won. No, you didn't. Hey. No, you didn't. Oi, we're talking about footy later. Go to pump songs. It, it might be a good one. Um, I've got my pump up playlist go, go, right go. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Till I collapse, Eminem. Yeah. You also got uh, all of the lights, Kanye West. Yeah. Uh, Flashing lights, Kanye. Finger, finger point oh nine, looking park. You know, just yeah. that. Yeah. And if I'm, if I'm, if it's a uh, bit of pump numb. up, if it's a pump up for a uh, West Bowl final, Bad Boy for Life, bit of Tom Brady, bit of Eversense as well. All right, here we go. Simon Says by Pharaoh Monch. There you go. Search that. You actually a put that in there. You actually are a fuckhead. No, serious. I'm sure. Serious. I'm. Don't maybe put it on. All right. Next question. Um, Lewis, thoughts on Tom Lynch's goal review once again? Now it's about 38 minutes. Tune in. Liam Weir, do EPL. You obviously haven't been listening because mm. we do talk EPL. Interesting. Liam, so it, just quickly on the EPL. It's a divisive topic amongst our fan group. The old Premier League. Yeah, a few people leave. A few the people chat, go so. fucking love it. Yeah. Then other people go fucking hate it. NFL, same thing. A lot of people don't fucking like it, but the three... Well, oh, just quietly, I drafted the best NFL fantasy well, team. Well, the funny thing night. is, the next question, white men can't jump. Who drafted the worst team? And Me. we're sitting with him. We're Me. sitting with him. My team is a bunch of no-namers. But I will defend. We boys listening, we can't, you can't have 14 players in a fantasy comp, mate. That's, <laughs> I was literally doing a function... And that was that was hard. Um, white man can't jump. Also, fell out with. Did you have any draft strategies, Kobe? Um, I googled uh, <laughs> what is the priority positions in yep. NFL running fantasy, back. and it was running back, wide receiver, yeah. quarterback. It's pretty obvious. And then from there, you, and then, you, and then from there, you just oh, do whatever. Sorry. Yeah, it's a pretty simple and lame strategy. But I try to fill up as many wide receiver slash art running back slash yeah. tight end ones. Um, yeah. Ended up doing. It was shocking. I, I picked, I picked Isaiah Likely, who was yep. a rookie, because my my t- number one tight end is Mark Andrews. Picked up Likely just as because if if Andrews goes down, yep. the only reason why he wouldn't play Likely is the backup, and then like because their ADP, which is um, average draft position, after average draft position of some of, some of the other tight ends is so low. Yeah, three number one starting tight ends went after that pick, and I was like. Yep. Fuck, I didn't even find these guys on the list, but it is Can someone it is. please tell me if my tight end's any good? He plays for Philly. Goddard. Yeah, no, he is. Goddard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goddard? He's, he's Goddard. regarded as one of the top six guys. I'm actually like... Oh, shit. I'm actually okay with my team. Like, I've come to terms with it. It's just a bunch of no-namers. So, do I think I'm going to be competitive? No. Not particularly? Yep. But it all fucking went to pear shape when Dak Prescott was auto-picked and I wanted to get Zach Ertz. Yeah. So, that, yeah. that, that shot me. That yep. shot me. So, Aaron Jones and Swift, though. Let's see how we go. Yep. Uh, Benny Pohl, favourite board game? Oh, Game of life. Oh, you ideal. Snakes and ladders. Classic. It's going to be really weird. I love chess. Big chess. That's fine. No, that's okay. That's fine. That's actually okay for me. I'd get you straight into checkmate. That's actually okay for me. I would fucking destroy you. That is actually okay. I've seen Queen's Gambit. I've made my girlfriend try craft three times in chess. I thought you could say something else. Benny Pohl again. Has Buddy to Sydney been a win for the club? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Oh, of without a doubt. Of course it has. Um, and he's ending. He's ending with us again. Dylan. Oh, oh, my God. We all know about bad contracts, and some even labelled the worst of all time, but is there such a thing as the best contract of all time? So who has that title? That's tough, because for me, the so best, you, well, best, well, best... Well, before this deal, yep. you've asked yourself a question... 
on the pod and you're answering your own question first, straight away. What do you mean? You've ben, asked yourself. Ben sent it. Oh, I thought he was Dylan. Yeah, listen. Sorry, I thought he was like Dylan wrote it in for himself. I do. I do apologize. He was telling he would do though. <laughs> he actually would. That's that's why I'm down this line. Sorry, um, continue. It's a hard one because, like, just for example, you look at someone like, like Jason Kidd when he played for the 2011 Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. Came in on a on a pennies, minimum mate. minimum contract pennies. We don't win the title without him. But then you look at the other thing. I honestly think, and you never hear this. This is this is almost unheard of. I think Pat Mahomes' 10 years, $500 million is one of the best contracts going around right now, mm. which is absurd. Money, yeah. when your contracts go that big, it almost becomes bad they're that big. Yeah. But it's, it's a very hard one. You honestly have to say how Tom Brady restructured his contract time and time and time again during the 2010 runs of the Patriots to afford other players like Danny Amendola and Julian Edelman to get their money. So... It's Brady for me in regards to that. I think there's a certain number. I think it's over 22 million. Like if a quarterback earns more than 22 million, then they don't win the Super Bowl or something like that. And Brady continuously took pay cuts to take less. Yep. So that's the one that comes to mind. AFL is always a hard one because we don't actually know the exactly contract. what they're on. Yeah. So it says, oh, 900,000 a max gone, but it's like he's actually on a base salary of 500 with maybe $400,000 worth of incentives. So it's always difficult. But yeah, Tom Brady for me. Yep. Do you have a guess? Will Brady? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, no it, idea. Yeah, like I said, it's it's a hard one. Um, all time, there, there's too many contracts right now. One of your best contracts. I'm gonna go Pat Mahomes, or you know, maybe like a, like a Luka Doncic. You know, thirty mil for that guy. It's pretty cheap. Lou Dort, good contract. Joey, five years ninety. Elite contract. Oh yeah, to the next. Chet Holmgren. Dead. Mm, he died. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so hang on. Let's just Victor have a, one Let's have a look at that. So Benny Pohl came in with three questions. Yeah. Two sports related. Sure. I don't think you can knock him no, out. No, no, you can't knock, you can't him. knock him no. out. Big Cheese came in with one sports question. What Sorry. One and then a follow up. I don't think you can knock him out of second position. Mm. I don't think you can knock him out. We then have Hudson coming in with one question and it was the North. It was a stinker. The buddy mate. stinker. Stinker. It was a stinker. Hello. And what was Big Brocky Russells? Big Brocky Russells was about the Pepsi and the Fanta. You know who came in with two questions, both about sport? Tommy Dawes. No, he had one, mm. but the White Walker had one. So here's my thing. Smokey Dawes actually had a really articulated question. I'm going. So last. I want smoke at three. I agree. 100%. That's what I was thinking. Good. Here we go. Here Did we, we just all agree? Here we go. Here we go. First time ever. All right, here we go. Listen here. Listen, listen, listen. Oh, I'm listening. Smokey to three. Yep. Yep. Russell stays at four. Babbage. The White Walker. Babbage out. Babbage See you later. Oh, I've got a little question here. Can we even have Corey on these rankings? Why? He's been on the show. We can because he wasn't meant to be on the show and I made a bet with him and he won. So. I'm going <laughs> to, gentlemen, I'm going to ask both of you something. Oh. I think we need to have a bit of a reward for that Someone who stays in the number one ranking for more right. than five weeks. Whoever, whoever, no, no, not five weeks. It's September. Whoever ends the year <gasps> as number one comes on. Oh, to start next year. Should we just have per month? Nah, fuck at that. the end of every month. <laughs> These people aren't coming to my house. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want Corey to know where you live, Hudson Babbage. I tried. I tried. 
All right, so to end the power rankings for another week, we have Benny Pohl, Big Cheese, Smokey Dwarfs back up to three. Brock Russell stays at four on notice, and the White Walker enters. Did we get one from Jackson White this week? No, we didn't. So, mm. so he, went, he was at six. Feet of he was at six, and now he's back to 50 feet well, of crap. Yeah. You know who I'd rather be right now? Blokes had a fucking Tom hard. Tuchel. Blokes had a hey, hey. Blokes Why do you talk when I talk, mate? Because you're not letting me talk! Anyway... Jacko, what were we saying? We sent our thoughts to Jacko. Lost his grand final by one point and did his AC in his, in his shoulder. And lost his coach because that's the segue I'm Thomas looking Tuchel. for. Thomas Tuchel. So he fucking get destroyed the segue, mate. EPL chat, here we go. Thomas. <laughs> Sending out thoughts. Thomas <laughs> Tuchel. Yeah, that's Wins bizarre. a Champions League two years ago. Yeah. Loses a first round, you know, Dynamo Second, Zagreb first, as well. First round, first leg matchup, yep. one nil away and gets fired. Yep. Thoughts? I would have thought he would have got the chance to turn it around. But it's Champions League winner. Roman Abramovich gone and new owners come in. Do you think the new owners are just putting their stamp on things? <sighs> I don't know. Because Aubameyang is going to play eventually. So it would actually be nice to see how he fit into the two-shell system, to be honest. But now the real question is... He played. Is, oh, did he? Played against Dynamo, yeah. Oh, God. And they got done. He scored, but it was just loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Like, it's genuine. That came in today. Like, this afternoon, actually, didn't it? Mm. Deal thoughts? Oh, well... Yeah, I just... It's... Oh, I don't I don't even know how to say it. It was sort of... It's sort of like... Like, it's weird. It sort of so- reminds me like the Pochettino move on. Yeah. You know, he was... Except, like, Pochettino had sort of... He had a bit of extra time under the realm. And we're always a good team, but just couldn't get over the hump. Were like, and then, oh no, sorry, this but is nothing like the Pochettino. They've, this, this they've, they've, in, they've, they've brought in a Bamiyang who's played one game. Wesley Fofana come in, played one game, was actually man of the match, actually, apparently. In a losing game? In a losing game. Maybe, like, just give it a bit of time. Something must have happened, like, upstairs. Like, this screams of something of that. Like, he's walked in and told the, oh, the they, new guy. But then at the same time, they haven't. Have they decided to make such a quick knee-jerk reaction? Because if we're going off early season Premier League results, they haven't looked great. Fantastic. How many games are we into the Prem now? Five. 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 Maybe six. Five or six. Five. Six. Six. You look at it now, and super-duper early predictions, you're sitting there going, it's fucking City and Arsenal leading the way. Tottenham literally in that three, so it's those three. And then you Liverpool Liverpool look shit out, but then you've gone, the question is around... Uh, who's better between Man United and Chelsea? United. Like, fuck, you could argue, yeah. They even have way? looked really good the last three yeah, years. Last but then Chelsea weeks. you had more faith in, if you know what I mean. So I actually think, yes, it might seem abrasive based off what he's done, but in terms of the Premier League race, maybe it was, it, maybe it was time. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what comes out of the wash. Um, but speaking of going too early, I'm, we're going to have a little how early is too early. Sure. How early is too early to say that Erling Haaland hmm. could be the start of one of the greatest the Premier League's ever seen? He's on that track already, isn't he? I have a stat for you. Go. Top 10 Premier League goal scorers of all time. Yep. Yep. Only one of them is taller than six foot. That's Harry Kane at 6'2". There were then two. <laughs> there were then two that are six foot on the dot. That's Tio and Ryan Didier Drogba? Uh, no, it was somebody else. Alan Shearer. I can get it up if you want. Yeah, please. While I speak, I'll get it up. Okay. 
No, Erling Haaland is 6'5". Yeah, yeah, yeah. The things he is doing... He's Peter Crouch height. The thing that he is doing right now is just... <laughs> just with muscle. Yeah. We know how much of a powerhouse Man City are, but he's he's got one of those things where if the ball is anywhere near him, he's getting it. Yeah. His ability to leap, his ability to be 6'5", he can't teach height, and then he's just... Ability to to finish yeah. anywhere the ball. If the ball goes near him, he's finishing yeah. it. And that's the other he's thing. He's twenty two years yeah. old. That's the other thing, though. Look at who's kicking it to him. Oh yeah, like you got fucking De Bruyne, De Bruyne is probably the best crosser in the world, almost. Yeah. Um, my one thing is though. Now you, I we speak about this often as all hell. You can only play who you play. Yep. Alan Shearer is six foot. Yep. Tion Rios is definitely more than six foot. Tyrone is 6'2", sorry? Yeah, 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 6'2", yeah. But it'd be no one... Talk- Drogba would have been 6'1 sorry, or 2". Sorry, sorry, I did mess it up a little bit. Kane and Henry are both 6'2". Okay, sure. Keep talking. So my big thing is you look at City's early run, like they played... Dill, they've played Aston Villa. Yeah. They've played North Forest. They've played Bournemouth. Have they played Bournemouth? Bournemouth? Yeah, they, no, 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 they haven't, but they played Crystal Palace. So they haven't really necessarily played any top end teams. In re- Premier League's regarded as the most physical. Frank league. Lampard's six foot as well. There we go. Regarded as one of the most physical leagues in the Four world. Yep. And when you really look at the top end, like I want to see City versus Liverpool purely to see what Van Dijk does to Haaland. Mm, yep. I want to see the best v the best. Arsenal perspective, like Gabriel's not fucking Van Dyke, all right, or Saliba. Yeah. So, but it'll be really nice to see, you know, Alderweireld or your back half, a Conte strong back half, taken on Holland and see what they mitigate. The they, haven't, is, they haven't played anyone yet, City. So that's the thing. The thing though, as well, you do, and this is where you then have to give him credit. He was banging in hat tricks for Borussia Dortmund in the Champions League. He was. So it's yeah. not like it's not like he's never done it against the big boys. Yeah, he's played Champions League footy. So yeah, yeah, he um, genuine, genuinely, could, and he and could he does it. Anything. He literally does it in so many different ways. He Gen- goes doesn't need to touch yeah. it. Doesn't yeah. need to touch it. It's, head it's left foot. It's right foot. It's tap ins. I want to go one further. I think all time he could be get up there. Oh, oh without a doubt. There's no yeah no not no, just no, Prem. Yep, without a doubt. It'll be a question as to who's the better striker, Haaland or Aguero. Yep, for City. And that's saying a lot, considering what Aguero's done. So it's almost this feeling... Do you get this feeling, Deal? I know hard Tottenham man, hard Arsenal man over here, and we have a nomad over here named Kobe who doesn't know who he goes for yet. Everton. But... Nottingham Forest. 6-0. Newcastle. Like, I'm really hopeful of our chances as a gunner side, as are you with the Spurs. But if Liverpool are out of the race, I think we can agree they're... Probably the better side than what we are. Yeah, arguably, they should be. arguably. Should be. So is this just going to be a city runaway? Yeah. Like if you really get into the nuts and bolts, yeah. like we're both, you guys play Champions League, we'll play Europa. They've got a deeper squad. Like, could they win this by like ten points? They could. They could. Like I could really see that with Haaland at the helm. Yep. So could be a boring Premier League. We don't want it, but we've had enticing ones in years prior. Yeah. Could end that way. Mm, very good. Champions League on right now as well. Yep. Um, I forgot to put in Champions League content. We probably should have done a uh, break. Right, boys. Good thing I'm here. Real, happy with Real beat Celtic last night, yeah, 3 0. Yep. Uh, after that, Celtic Pablo came out and he was just like, nah, fuck, fuck him. We're going to give it to him. We're going to. It was a draw at half time. It was. And then afterwards, the sort of. The floodgate sort of opened. And it. that's all I've got for you. Um, so, are you happy with Tottenham's group? 
deal. Yeah, I don't think it could have been... Um... So for those listening at home who have no idea what the hell we're talking about, so Tottenham are sitting in a list. Where is your Champions League list? I'm trying to find it here right we now. Play Frankfurt? Frankfurt, Marseille, Sporting. I think that's, you progress. I think that's the best chance we've we've had. We've yeah. got like yeah. like some may say that it might be good to have one good team in there so you can change yourself a bit. But I yeah. can disagree more. That's yeah. just win win win. Like you miss out on the the group of death, which is Barcelona, Bayern Munich, Inter Milan, mm. and Victoria Pilsen. That's huh? the fourth team. No, well, they are not going to have a very nice time. In I don't think they're actually going to score a goal. To be really honest, but it'll be interesting to see um, how it all goes if Liverpool change their fortunes that they've had in the Premier League yep. and turn into some Champions League success. So watch it here. Absolutely. Okay. Watch Block- it here. Oi, blockbuster trade. Oh, finally happened. Yep. Donovan Mitchell. Bang. bang. Donovan Mitchell to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Here is spit it out of steel. Break it down, deal. Donovan Mitchell to the Cleveland Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers. for Colin Sexton, Laurie Markin, and Oshai Ogbaji. Three first-round picks and two pick swaps. So technically it was four first-rounders because we've got Bargy who was the first-rounder this yeah, year. Yeah, technically, yep. yep. So four first, two, two the swaps. Jazz. Two the Jazz. Massive. However, oh, I love it for the Cavs. Yep, yep. You beat me. Ah, oh, man, we all, oh, that's how it ends. We all think that too. You, all, you give yay. that to me on 2K, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. So you sit there, and I've always said this on the pod, it's whoever gets the star for me, yep. and yeah, Cavalier's got it. Only thing is... Does it put him over the hump? Does it put it over a Celtic? Celtics? No. Does it put over Milwaukee? No. Not right now while Evan Mobley is 19. Sure. When Evan Mobley is 21. Yep. And Jarrett and Jarrett Allen is 25. And Garland is mm. 25. Yeah. That's when yep. that is genuinely like death lineup stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and Mitchell at the time will be what? 28. So he will be yeah. the yep. vet. Um, yeah. I just it's just it's another scoring punch. Um, look, one of the one of the main problems we would see with Colin Sexton, he was a he he is, was he was a shooting guard being disguised as a point guard that couldn't pass. He yep. is he is Correct. a he is a great player on shit team caliber kind of player. Yeah, who Sexton? Sexton. Yeah, yeah he's so a twenty five point player. He'd be a good player for the Jazz. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, yep. so he's he a could, fantasy sleeper. He could give you he could give you 20, 25 a night. Yep. but he wants the rock in his hand. Yep. and he doesn't want to pass it. So that yep. was always an issue. One good thing here is that Mitchell. I wouldn't say he loves deferring, but when you're playing with Mike Conley, um, Bogdan, Bojan Bogdanovic, even Rudy Gobert a bit, you do have to sometimes. You know, at, at times he would have to. I'll give it to you instead. Facilitate okay? a bit. Yeah. So the fact that he can go in and definitely act as a second facilitator. So he doesn't need to handle it, but can. Yep. That's important. He doesn't need to, but can. And like that's the thing as well. He he he, he can be a walking bucket. You know? yep. People forget. People go. They think recent, like what happened recently with Utah, how poor he was defensively. But people forget that playoff series when it was him versus Jamal Murray, when he fucking went off, yep. and he was just unstoppable. Like he can, if he gets to that level. Um, yep. There's no reason why do they can't th- knock off a Philly or something. Do you like think that they can off. challenge for the top four yes. in the East? <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, quite comfortably. Yes. All depends on health, as we know. Like I'm a bit worried about who backup centre is at Cleveland at the moment with Jared Allen going out late in the year, and they went 19 and 32. Or, or they had a horrible record. Sorry, post All Star break. Backup centre. I don't know. Oh, they signed um, Robin Lopez. Ah, well there you go. Yeah. Um, maybe yeah. see below. Um, see Mobley play a little bit more five potentially, but. Yeah. Um, 
That's probably it's just injuries, I think. But they're a young side. It won't surprise me if they just finish around that fifth, sixth area. Yeah. And they really hit the following. Like Okoro Lo- missed a fair bit of time. You yeah, gone? Yeah. So so low key, low key as well. Like everyone was excited how they were playing. Mark and Mobley and Allen together. It was a nice gimmick, but at the end of the day, that's never going to work in the playoffs. Um, and one thing that I do like is that they kept Karis LeVert. Yeah. Mm. Now, that's that's a sneaky move because Karis... He was shit for the Cavs last year. Though. He was, but that was coming off like yeah, yeah, almost yeah. dying. Yeah. Um, one, one, yeah. One good thing is that he's very easily could have been one of them giveaway contracts. Yeah. yeah. We need to make the money up. They could have given away Allen instead. Sorry, they yep. could have given away Levert instead of Markinen. Yep. I think for them the best and better move was to keep Levert. So what's their starting lineup now? It would be Garland, Garland Mitchell, Mitchell, Okoro, Mobley, Allen. It's yeah. deadly. Yeah. With um, Levert sixth man. Yeah. yeah. Is he a sniff? You reckon Levert? Six man. six man of the year, you reckon? If he's healthy. Yeah. If he's healthy, why he's not? He's a fifteen pointer man, isn't he? Yeah. To be honest, I reckon you could probably switch out Okoro and Levert starting. No, from I think you night. need. I think you need a Coro as that um, defender, considering Garland. Like he's an all right defender. Like he goes pretty well, but Donovan's, Donovan's, Donovan's not. So, well, when he's well, engaged, not, not he is. Not like if you want a bit of a scoring punch to start the game, put the in. It's, it's, a, it's an option. Possibly depends here, on the matchup. But here yeah. we go. So obviously, obviously for the Jazz, it's fine. Three first, four technically, two swaps. However, they were given this offer. Confirmed. They were given this offer as well. RJ Barrett, Obi Toppin, Mitchell Robinson. Oh, my God. And three first-round picks. So, if you're trying to compare the pair, the there's Knicks, no man. pick swaps. Okay, there's no pick swaps. And that first, that Ogbaji is sort of like Toppin. Mm. Okay? Did they make the right move in getting the Cleveland package? I think they are, mate. They, they did. I think that. I people go and tell me. So I'm not sold on RJ Barrett. Mm-hmm. I think he's a nice player. I think he's no more than an 18 to 20 Is point he a 32 player. million dollar player. No, he's not. No, that's what he just got. Um, he's not that. Um, Obi Toppin. Okay, don't tell me he's a fucking really good fifth. Uh, sorry, a centre in a small lineup. Like, don't tell me that. Like, he's okay. He'd be really good at the pro AM mate. Yeah, yeah. On a good be. team, he's seventh. Eighth. Mate, right now he's 10th. They're not, they're, those three players for me are not players you want to bring in for a rebuild. I didn't think the deal worked, yep. period, Agreed. when they were rolling out RJ Barrett. It was almost they were trying to go like for like. It's obvious Utah didn't want like for like. Sexton comes in, provides that scoring to at least stay competitive in games at times. And then they don't want the excess baggage. They wanted the picks. They wanted yep. buggy, which is a, whatever his name is, um, who's the first-round pick. I reckon they actually made the right deal for the situation. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But also, do you agree or do you think they should have taken the the Knicks package? If I want to be completely honest, it depends what they want, mm. right? Because right now... I think it's pretty clear what they want. Right now, they the Jazz, they're, they're going OKC-esque. Yeah. They're sitting on a bit of a landmine because in six months' time when these players can be traded... You trying to tell me that no one will want to no no contending team will want to sniff at Colin Sexton for a first yeah. rounder or two? Yeah. What about even Laurie Markman for a first rounder? Yeah, but I think it, but you think about yeah, and yeah. then you look at you look at their vets they currently have. You look at Conley, um, Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich, and even Clarkson. Clarkson. Once again, it's trade deadline day, and the Celtics um, they need a bit of they need a bit of size because yeah. someone's gone down. 
How about a, Larry Markkinen, though? That, that'll be a first for Bogdanovich, thanks. Yep. So they're on a landmark. Um, so I think either, I honestly think either way, both deals, they're getting what they want. So I can't really fault their decision either yep. way. How about Larry Markkinen came into the league as the Finnish Dirk Nowitzki and now he's on his third team in, what, four years? Some may say he's close to finished himself. Yep. Yeah. Uh, second one, they traded Mike Conley to come LA on, as well. Come on, finished, finished. Yeah, they traded Mike Conley to LA. No, they didn't. They did. When? Did I say that or was you I only dreaming? You check that right now, sir. That's wrong. That's that is wrong. Because the only way, the rumours are flying around, they're circulating like was sharks, that Dylan, sharks. Have I been caught? The they're saying rich. Conley and Bogdanovich. Conley Bogdanovich involved in can you, some... Um, hey, can I, you delete that? I am talking. <laughs> Conley and Bogdanovich involved in some sort of package with Westbrook. Yeah, could That happen. is the rumour. That is could the rumour. And with a little bit of Clarkson involved too. And honestly, if you're the Jazz, if you can go Conley and Bogdanovich for Westbrook and those two firsts, you're doing that. Yeah, yeah, you are. Especially I because think... at the end of the day... They don't want or need cap space this year. No. They could easily just waive Westbrook. Yeah. And you, well, that's the thing. They're going to want to be bad. So, oi, what's the best way to be bad right now in the NBA? Yeah. He's playing Russell Westbrook yeah, yeah, on your team. So, hey, it could be on for them. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Otherwise, we're moving on. I've been bamboozled. Yeah, you have. Cobb. By fake uh, loads I'm, bomb. I'm, I'm pretty good. It's right. um, getting close to the season. It is, absolutely. We'll be going in real close. Hot, hot, hot soon. Hot mm. sauce. Hot sauce. That's what I like to hear, Dill. Speaking of hot sauce. Sexy, Dylan. Did we, Enough. Did, did, we just, did we just witness one of the best opening rounds of a finals no. ever? No, we didn't. We it witnessed the, the best. The best. How good was that? It was... It doesn't sound like we're very up and about, but we like let's to start on. Let's start with Thursday. Let's no, no, let's no, no, talk we're, about we're it over. Start with the hole. You have been off tonight, mate. No, but this just is like, your chance to redeem yourself. No, no, we're not going to any games right we're not going into any games right now. We're just speaking about the finals. Oh, sorry. Run the, it back. The spectacle. So every, we spoke about this last week. There was always that one final that was just a bit... Meh. Nah. Like a bit of a year, blowout. Last year, it wasn't just one. Go back and look numerous. at the results. Last year, every game was 40 yeah. points. It was like, uh, well, this year, it was just fucking fantastic. Not one game was over at three-quarter time. Correct. There was one game that we thought was done at quarter time. Yes, it was. But it wasn't, was but it? But it wasn't. No. no. Not one game was over at three-quarter time. And I reckon the closest... I, I reckon I made a call about 12 minutes to go in the Melbourne-Sydney game saying it's over. Yep. I reckon that was the earliest you were able to call it, 12 minutes in the fourth. What kind you of sport question, do you see this? Question. Going to think on your, on your toes here, gentlemen. You have to rank... One, two, three, four. One being the best game of the weekend. Fourth being the least. Um, and a little bit of right. why. Brisbane, Richmond. Where? Number one. Yep. Eighteen bloody um, yep. lead changes. That's my, that's my number one. Yep. Eighteen lead changes. Yep. Don't who kicks it in the last minute. Yep. Yep. Two probably Collingwood Geelong. Yep. That's same. Unreal there. game. Yep. Three Freo Dogs. Yep. Massive comeback. And then Melbourne Sydney, which was still an elite game. Do you disagree with that? But the last bit? ten minutes were a bit meh. I don't disagree because of the last ten minutes while sitting there screaming at the couch saying stop kicking it long. Yep. Like an old man on his yep. lawn. Yep. Stop kicking it long. They couldn't <laughs> fucking mark anything. But no, I hundred percent agree. That the come like the first <laughs> the comeback. Kim K. The Kim K. <laughs> the Kim K. So like the first quarter and a half 
was almost the equivalent to like the last quarter, second like half of the quarter of the Melbourne game. Mm-hmm. However, the essence of the comeback mm. over Reed, yes, that nonsense at the start. There was a yeah. late. I'm with you 100%, Kobe. That like that Fremantle one any other week would be the number one game purely just based off the comeback. The comeback. Um, but it was riveting. They compared, there was a similar final series in 1994 where a game went to overtime and there was another game decided by a point in the final series. And all oh, I thought that's where wire. we were heading. Yeah, we oh, were. Thursday night. Thursday night I thought we were as well. Um, but hey, without further ado, we may as well get into our first one. Was yeah. it a goal? Well, so here we was go. It. I was I was meant to do this for everyone and I forgot. Was it a goal? Oh, hang on. I was meant Ooh. to do this for everyone and I forgot. Oh, naughty. Okay, so naughty to learn. Just like three... Um, one, two, three. It's like a quick little headline. Sure. So I've got Ark saves Lions, Swans just better, Duncan holding the ball, question mark, and Comeback Kings. So let's start with Ark saves Lions. Yes. I don't know. I, I still don't know. Did it go over the post? Mate, I think. Maybe. Kobe? It was called a goal. Is How's it hard? It? Is it hard? You're a full forward. You kick goals for a living. Mm. You're not sure it went over. Mm. Celebrate. Mm. Seriously, mm. Tom Lynch, come Dylan, on, brother. Anything else, Tom? Also, think, you're 15 metres out. Mm. I think the biggest mm. farce out of all of this was that it's almost like the soft signal with the cricket. Why was it called a goal? You don't know, champ. Stop. Mm. I don't like calling it a goal or a behind. Well, they've got to give a decision. No, I don't like it. Don't give a decision. Like, it. they can't say, I don't know. They should. Because they need a decision for him to overturn or agree with. No, just make Ark make the full decision. <laughs> No, well, that would have been I mayhem. Think, but I yeah. think that would have been mayhem. So well, they did. They overturned it. The overall, and on that deal, the overall mayhem, I don't think people would have had an issue if it was umpire gave it a goal and the decision stayed a goal, as in uh, where you decide to stay with the umpire's decision because mm. of inconclusive evidence. Yeah. Likewise with vice versa, if it was deemed a point, they stayed with a point. I think that was the, the bigger one, but... I heard some people say they should put make the post taller, yeah. just make them bigger. Like <laughs> they should make them bigger. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know. I think they came to the right but conclusion through the wrong. Process. How hard is it to get a small camera that sits halfway up the post? One looks up, one looks straight down. Kobe, mm. I agree with you. I agree with you. How yeah. hard is it? But away yeah. from the technology, because I'm not a genius. Because we hate it when technology interrupts it. After a relatively slow second half of the season, mm. copying a bit of attention from Tigers and letting it get to him, Lockie Neal... That was one of the best final games you'll see. You'll see. Yep. You'll yep. see. Don't... Like, Richmond and now... We are, I know it's... it's, it's, it's um, say it. No, no, I'm going to say... Don't, don't tell me to say it. Puts me <laughs> say it! It's risky bringing up AFL Fantasy, especially um. in finals, right? But one thing that anyone who played AFL Fantasy knew this season, Richmond are one of the easiest teams to score against. Yep. Now, it's not just for fantasy. They did not send anyone to Lachlan Neal. Funny you say that, Dill. I watched the game back, and they did. They didn't. They did. They sent 3-2. They, they sent 3-2, but it wasn't like Yeah, a but it was it's deal. not hard. Let me explain. Let me explain. At stoppages. It was, they went Marlon Pickett in the second half, in particular the third quarter. Well, that's just They had silly. short early doors, and they ended up trying to send Cochin to him. But was it a hard tag? No, it no. was a soft tag. It was a... So they did send it through. You know what it was? It was accountability. But the thing that made it more impressive, Dill, is that the reason why it's... Yeah, the reason why it's so impressive is that he nearly broke the clearance record in finals when he had someone on him at stoppage. What do you have, 15? That's 15, yeah, 14 and 15. 
he influenced the game throughout in other areas, but to have someone on your tail at stoppage like that yep. and still produce 15, that was super. Nank ended up taking it out of the ruck to prevent Neil from winning the clearance. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I really couldn't believe Richmond lost that game, I'll be honest. But I, don't, I, also, I don't understand why Dim is so angry. Defend a lead. Hadn't done it all year as well yep. as, as the Tigers faithful. I think when you look back at Richmond's year, they lost a close game to North Melbourne. Shit, how many other close ones did they lose? Fair few at least three or four. Three or four. Jackson White would know being a diehard Richmond man. You could argue they were a top four side. But when you really get into the nuts and bolts, we're talking about Collingwood that won that many games, 12 games by under, or 11 games by under 10 points, could well and truly been Richmond if it went their way as well. Yeah. They could have been, we're talking about a top two, top three team. Yeah. To answer Abby's question from... 45 minutes ago, Brisbane did not get past Melbourne. Sorry. I, I've seen Stranger Things. I've also I, seen Stranger I, I Things. Can't, <laughs> I know we're doing a bit of a forecast, but do you can't get flogged four times in a row by the same team, can you? Like Something has to change. Just the football gods, the spirits and the ether, yep. something surely changes this time around. No. I can't see it. No one can see it, hence why everyone's tipping Melbourne. But this time next week, if Brisbane win, I'm going to say I told you so. No, you didn't. No, all you said. No. Go Melbourne. Who, yeah, who's your tip? You haven't told us <laughs> yeah, I've got Melbourne. Everybody. Right, next one. <laughs> that was uh, very Pelicans no, no, to the Western yes. Conference. <laughs> Swans, Melbourne. So this one, like we said, this was a rip snorter throughout. Stephen May on Buddy was incredible. Gave Luke, him a bath, yeah. didn't he? Luke Parker was incredible. And the reason why I just said it, Swans just better, because in that second half... <laughs> they just, they look like they were making Melbourne look second rate, yeah. unbelievably second Thank rate. You. And they were forcing, as I said to you before, they were forcing Melbourne into the constant long down the lines. Yeah. I think I said it um, what, halfway through the fourth, maybe a little bit more than halfway through the fourth. I couldn't remember Mel- um, the last time Melbourne, so from the start, so probably from like the th- the third quarter to halfway through the fourth, couldn't remember the last time Melbourne had taken a mark inside their forward half mm. and then inside their 50. I was like, I couldn't, I genuinely couldn't remember. They were just unbelievable. And just, you know, everything that Melbourne have been feared for <coughs> were no longer relevant. Yeah, it's two things I'll say. The one I've worried about for a while, a while with Melbourne is when you say Melbourne won the game, the first thing, and you say, sorry, I asked the question as to why Melbourne won it. What would you say? Melbourne didn't win. No, no, so if Melbourne win a game of footy, oh. all right. Contest the ball. So there, so you would go, Oliver had an influence, mm. Petraka had an influence, Stephen May had an influence. Deso, mm. they all did in this game. Yeah. Petraka a little bit less because of the broken leg that he got. But then the other part is, if we went around the table here and said who was best on for Sydney, I guarantee we'll probably get, th- get three different answers. It was just an even spread of performance. Jimmy Rowbottom was fantastic. Lou Parker was brilliant. Yep. Jake Lloyd was fantastic. Yep. Tom Papley had his moments. Yep. Buddy didn't kick a goal. And Heaney, Buddy didn't kick a goal. Logan McDonald didn't kick a goal. And Heaney had no influence, if any. And they won the game going away. Yep. So, like, Paddy McCartan and Tom McCartan weren't even that well. Like, didn't intercept the ball too well in the back half. It was very one-on-one. So it was just do your job. It was a team effort across the board. And it might eventually get him into a grand final. Mm. Unbelievable, yep. if you ask me. Coaching performance through the roof. What Johnny, course. Johnny boy. All right, moving on. Was the Duncan tackle holding the ball? 
I don't actually know which one you're talking about. What do you mean? It was top of the square, top of the fifty, mate. Bro, it was literally like the deciding. Yeah, but I was on my way to Dockers game. So. Um, oh, it, I look it up. Oh, it's on the ball. Yeah, I don't think it was. You don't reckon? I just don't. I just, I just don't think he ever. Did he have prior? Possession. Did he have prior? Yes or no? Um, I think he, he had possession. But no, I don't think. You I don't, don't reckon? Think he did. There was a lot of juggling going on. Oh, I don't know. I've, I've, we've seen worse. Is the thing though, deal? Yeah. Like if you know if what I mean. That's like, in a marking contest. It's played. It's called play on. Sure. That's, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, Possession yeah. wise. But that didn't. We have yet. seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. I think it was holding the ball. Am I surprised it wasn't called? No. I like my finals game to go a little bit, like play on a little bit more. Yeah. Um. So I was happy that the decision wasn't given. So well, it's not one decision that decides the game, is it, Cub? No. This was no. the only. I, honestly, I don't have much to say about this one because this is the only one that I didn't watch. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. This until was just the, a great game from start to finish. It was just a great game. Collingwood's pressure standing up to Geelong for probably ninety nine point nine percent of the game. Collingwood in front most of the game. Yep. And the thing is, this goes. Like, people predicted Geelong question marks heading into finals. I sat in on this pod saying they've got nothing to worry about. You know why? Jeremy Cameron. And that man was the sole reason as to why they beat Collingwood. He's pretty Pure. bloody good. Three goals, two. He had about 17 touches or whatever. Set up the final play. Mm. And it's just a mismatch nightmare. And they're going to verse the winner of a, arguably a shot Melbourne or... A Brisbane side that... Brisbane who won't be able to give any answers yeah, for Yeah, you could argue. So I'll tell you what, though. Someone woke up for finals. A heavily criticised man that mm. is a free agent woke up for finals. Jordan Degoway's woke up for he finals. He was brilliant, yeah. Um, that may get him some more money. Some more money at another club. So a lot of people sit here and go, oh, Degoway, you know, even a bit of Franklin, all these, these big players that go, like even Dustin Martin, people go, oh, he doesn't really do too much until finals comes around. That's all teams want. They don't really care your X-Factor players doing all too much in the regular season. It's when it gets to the pointy end and to go... You know who else really stood up out of nowhere? <coughs> Gary Rowan had a great game. He yeah. really did, yeah. After being absolutely torched for the opposite and not standing up for final. Yeah. Yeah. Like some of his finals re- um, They're putrid, aren't matches like have been... Four disposals. Like sub, not even injured... Like yeah. Back when it was like, yeah, it was horrible. My question is, though, before we move on to the next and final one, Taylor Adams out for Collingwood. Dude, that was bad. Big really out, big bad. out. I'm worried for him heading. Yeah. Like, it's so hard. They're the hardest team, that I think, to the predict. Bone. Off the bone. I think it actually been downgraded to not being as serious. Oh, but he needs surgery bad. either way, though. Yeah, okay. Um, I know we're going to get into Frio and do a little bit of a preview into next week, but, like, Frio? Like, a chance? Yes. yes, they are. We serious, serious chance. I'm not tipping them, but they're a chance. Mm, it's like Adams out. Did Collingwood just throw all their punches yeah. against Collingwood? Adams out. Yeah. Adams out. What is Freo's strength? Like, what was Freo's strength in turning the game against the Dogs? As yeah. we get into that game, yeah, probably the contested footy. Yeah, what is Collingwood really not very good at, and actually ranked seventeenth in the league at? Contested footy. But the thing is, that is not Collingwood's game. They no, it's really not. Care. It's true. And the other thing is, is that like. That but if there's going to be somewhere where Freo can get on top, that's going to be it. The tenacity that Collingwood showed against Geelong all game was mm. manic. And what did the Bulldogs do to Fremantle early? Manic doors? pressure. It was that manic pressure that put him under the pump. Yeah. And I, I'm going to be really, like, this is really harsh for me to say. I don't think it was Fremantle that got on top. I think it was the Bulldogs gave him a bit of an opening. 
took their foot off the gas a little bit just towards before half time. I think they took and their off the ball a little bit. Yeah, they did. Just before half time, they've gone, oh, we've got him here. Took the little bit off the gas. Classic opened dogs. Opened it up for Fremantle. Classic dogs. Yeah. Sorry. Good segue. Well, that's a good segue, but I'm going to slightly disagree. Oh. Because I think the reason why they took the foot off the gas is because Freo made them take the foot off the gas in terms of Freo's influence stopped them from accelerating. Yeah. But it was not, in my opinion, Freo's best eight. Mm. Speak your speak, dude. You said won, this to me before. Go that won them the game. It mm. was their bottom ten. Fremantle's bottom 10. So if you took Fremantle's... And sorry, this is second half, obviously. Yeah. Because, you know, Fremantle's bottom 10 were doing fuck all that 43. I think their bottom, I think their bottom 18 did fuck all in that at, first at half. At 43 to, um, <laughs> to 2. If you take Frio's bottom 10 and Bulldog's bottom 10 for the second half and do a draft, you are taking 10 Frio players before you take your first dog. Mm. Switkowski, Schultz, Chapman... Um, maybe Chapman just on the outer of that. Oh, uh, Nod. Yep. Were absolutely... Frederick. Frederick, name I was missing. Absolutely unbelievable. Like, mm. they they turned the game. And I was watching it, and it was one of those things where it's like, you don't, you don't miss this. This doesn't fly over your head. Possession after possession, contest after contest, all of these bottom 10, in quotation, dockers, are absolutely giving it to these bulldogs, yeah. and that mm. was that was the that was the reason they won the game because yeah. their bottom ten. Because look at it, let's, let's names like Vandermeer, Ed Richards, um, blokes like that for the dogs and, lost and, them the game. And let's be real as well because let's let's once again let's pick the best players from that game. I'm probably taking my top my first two if I'm taking them are Bond and Dunkley in the whole game. Yep, disagree. Is oh I can <coughs> I, I I I think if I'm taking two players I'm first I'm taking Bont and Dunkley. So Bont's first half was sensational. Yep. I thought Caleb Sarong played his best game in his career. Yep. But I still don't think it was better than Marcus Bondapelli's game. I think I think I think Sarong <coughs> was the best player on the ground. I think he was by far and away the best player. On the, he was the most influential player on the ground yeah. outside of Bontempelli's first quarter. Well, see, this is where like, I don't like I said. Bont didn't do anything in the second half. I don't want to take it away from Sarong playing his best game, but. I'm going to go back to what I just said. I still think Bont was the best player on the ground, but the Fremantle's resurgence in the second half from their yeah, lower players this is the thing. Have, have caused the win. And then, the and then Sarong has played great footy, hmm. but that push from the bottom of Freo have now pushed Freo forward. Yeah, I'm going to have to challenge you on a deal. The only reason is the only bloke that actually stood up when dogs were on top was Sarong. He was the only bloke that actually gave him any sort of fucking ticker in that dog's dominance. He was clean. He was one touch, trying to get the ball moving out of stoppage. No Mundy, no Brayshaw. There was fucking no one there. And I heard this on the radio, so I'm going to steal it. But Sarong, you know what he reminds me of? And reminds everyone, a lot of people of when you think of it? He's a young Lockie Neal. Yes. He's a young Lockie Neal. His hands are fantastic. His hands, you look at him, like when he came out of the draft, you go, oh, he's like, Nice player. He's one eighty-ish, though. He's like a bit small, a bit undersized. We're going through Paddy Cripps and these big fucking midfielders. Mm. I'm not sure, but he is Lockie Neal waiting to burst, and that performance yeah. was friggin' sensational. And we thought the burst was going to be this year, and it hasn't. Yeah. So maybe this is one of those ones where the breakout happens in the finals, and he takes yeah. it into next year. He might year. be one of those. He might for me. He'll end up being a bit of like a Jordan Lewis kind of player for Freo. He'll be like good player for regular season, do the job. But when the big games come, you can depend upon No, but that's it. the thing. Though. He wasn't great this year. 
So wrong. Will Bro- no. Will Brody was yeah easily better than. And Cap look what Sons. happened to Will Brody on the weekend. He was fucking nowhere to be seen. Mm. And nowhere to be seen, that. and he had like twenty eight touches. Yeah, I know. It was his impact. <laughs> but it's such a Will Brody. Yeah, his impact is minimal. But um, dogs like what? That is that is one of the most underwhelming performances. Um, but, but seriously, though, sorry, yeah, they haven't made the top four. No, they haven't. Under beverage in all this time, yeah, they've won a flag. Haven't made the top four. How can you really? No, yeah, no, they've never done it, mate. No. So, here's my real. This is a really harsh question. Is Luke Beveridge overrated as a coach? That's not harsh. We we know this. They, he does dumb shit all the we time. We know this. Mm. Jack McRae, as soon as as soon as Lockie Lockie Hunter get does has a DUI, Jack McRae gets pushed to the wing where he plays his worst footy. Mark Spondapelli could win a Brownlow medal by 10 votes playing in the midfield. I understand his his presence up forward is unreal, but he plays more forward these days mm. than he does mid. It's not it's not un, unknown that Luke Beveridge makes some choices that we sit there and go, what are you doing? So it's going to be hard. It'll be interesting to see next year because it's almost certain that Dunkley leaves at the end of the year, so he's going to head to Port Adelaide more than likely. Port? Yeah, Port's the rumour. Mm. Um, strong rumour. Dunkley, Rosie, Butters, Wines, yep. excuse me. Junior went, Rioli? I went a year early. Junior Rioli is Rioli as well, heading over to Port too. But um, So it'll be really interesting. When, like, I think, weirdly, it might actually help the dogs clear up a little bit of... Like Dunkley's a great player. Trudel's a great player. Quite potentially, yeah. But it makes it a little bit less congested in there. Yep. Bailey Smith probably gets a bit more of a run in there. Um... Yeah, it was that dogs midfield overload that everyone's now sort of up to speed with, and mm. all else they've got is Caleb Daniel halfback, Dale of halfback, and nothing forward to centre. Well, that's the thing we we had like we had spoken about that though. I'm pretty sure even if no, when did when did Trelaw head there? We spoke not last, last year, was year. His first year. We spoke about are they too loaded and should they look at offloading these at some point? Yeah. And it's going to have to end up happening. But positive for the dogs. I know it was a big thing for them. They're back half something, something needs to happen. There's rumours that um, Liam Jones is going to go to the dogs mm. um, to help Alex Keith. That'll be good for them. Because Ryan Gardner, mate, oh my. got dominated um, Jason, by a second gamer. Jason dehannison has been offered a contract reportedly to the Gold Coast Suns. But to have a forward line potentially of Aaron Norton, Jamara Hagen. He played and, bad. And Sam Darcy in your future. That is going to be one of the most potent forward lines or spines heading forward in the AFL for mm. the next 10 years. And so Rory Lobb. Yeah, I don't know how the Lobb factor fits in. Yeah. but And then you've got Bruce that we haven't even and touched big on. big Tim. Yeah. So you look at it. Yes, they underperformed, but... I'm still, I'm still all in on the. But dogs. they won a flag. They missed finals. They made yep. the grand final. Finished eighth. Yep. They just can't back it up. Yep. Pussies. It's interesting. Oh, pussies. You all right. That. So Melbourne, Brisbane. Who wins? Melbourne. Yeah, it's hard to go. But oh. <sighs> yeah, Melbourne. Melbourne by four goals. Collingwood, Freo. Who wins? Freo by two points. <laughs> I'm gonna say Collingwood, but unlike the last few times I've tipped against Freo, I can see them winning this game. Oh, I think Collingwood win. Yep. Alrighty, Cobber, you have we we are going quite over time today, yep. but you have some tips for us, mate. NFL starting this week. How many have you got? Race uh, through, race I've, through. I've got three. Race through. Kobe well, he wants to give a bit of background. Bit of analysis. Yeah, now yes, I'll go okay. my my little my. I've got three, and I'm only going to do three each week. I might yep. do two depending. No, but, no, we need three. Okay, we'll do three now. Go to the first one. Yep. This is my least confident out of the lot. All right, but it's Arizona yep. plus five and a half. Yep. Against. Kansas City. Oh, ooh, all right. Reason for this is all the sharps, the wise guys, the professional gamblers, are on Arizona. 
People think that Arizona aren't as bad as what everyone's potentially saying. Overhyped about the Kyle Murray contract situation. Um, DeAndre Hopkins being out. But Cliff Kingsbury's 3-0 and in his uh, first three games starting off NFL seasons. Mm-hmm. And they've got a point differential of like 30 plus. Yep. So it's massive. Yep. All right. So like... Plus 30-point differential, but you look at the Kansas City side too. Juju Smith-Schuster is there. Like, no, there's no Hill anymore. No, they're going to miss Hill. They're going to miss Hill. It's the first game they've got with them. Yes, Andy Reid has a good record in his opening games, but I think maybe at Arizona, five and a half points, maybe they cover. Okay. Right? Not very confident. These next two, I'm big on. Yes. Steelers, plus six and a half. Mitch Trubisky are named the starters, starting quarterback against Cincinnati. Oh. All right. Dylan, do you, want to hear, you like your numbers? Do you want to hear some Why numbers? Why do you always give the Dylan, ones? Give me some numbers, some numbers, Cobb. The team who loses the Super Bowl. All right. Do you know what they go against the spread? All right. The handicap in the first game of the following season. What's that? They are four and 18. Jeez. Oh, so what everyone's trying to say is that, well, that's since two thousand as well. All right, you know what? Yep. Now that you've said that, wait, another yeah, one too. Five and eighteen. Five and <laughs> you watch and straight up. So literally, just wins and losses. All right, this is not including handicap. They're nine and thirteen. Okay. All right. So if you wanted to bet the Steelers, mm. well, the odds are in your favour. Yeah. All right. So Steelers, really good defence. Cincinnati being a notoriously shit organisation. Yeah. All right. I think it's a good bet to touch on. Uh, and last thing too, Mike Tomlin, head coach for the Steelers. Yeah. He's 43 and 23 as an underdog. There you go. Get on the Steelers. And is the last one just the Minnesota one? No, I'm not touching the Minnesota one okay. purely because the line's gone from three and a half to one and a half. Yeah, Don't like that, it. No. Patriots plus three and a half against Miami. Oh, I like that. The Patriots have gone down to Miami early to get acclimatised to the weather. The Dolphins have a new defensive coordinator. They have a new head coach. And they have a, well, notoriously, new head coaches do not have a good first game record, notoriously. Okay. So if you've got a brand new head coach, yep. plus a few moving pieces of the, within the Miami offensive line, yep. offense, against Bill Belichick, I'm taking Bill Belichick and the Patriots. All right, Cobb, spit them out. Three. What are they? Quick. Uh, Arizona plus five and a half. Patriots plus three and a half. And Steelers plus six and a half. Let's Beautiful. There we go. All right, we are running long today, but that's okay. We love the pod. Boys. I love a long pod. Boys, we are back. This is my final quiz before Cobb takes over for three weeks. Sure. Because then the cycle continues. I'm excited. The is that, are we three week in it? We're three week in it. Each one's gone three weeks, so be good. Hmm. We are ending mine with a favourite. Of deals, Family Feud. Ah, yeah. Oh, you'd so, love a Family Feud. So, paper, scissors, rocket, and you get to choose whether you want to go first or second. Let's go. Paper, scissors, rock. 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 Yes! Fuck, that was so tense. That's insane. That actually went the whole time. We Do you want to go first or second? Second. Get out. I'm so bad at going first. No, mental, mental, mental. I'll get this. Come on. Get out. I'm, I'm getting. Fuck off. Get out. Dog. Don't put Maybe, your... like, go down to lock. Go, go to the couch. Go to the couch. How okay. are you, Dylan? Hayden, hello. I'm nervous. All right, you should be, because you suck at these. Really badly. This is your Darren... I would hate to see... This is your Darren Glass know, moment, but I would Kane. hate to see the overall record of, like, Family quiz winners. Oh, quiz winners. Because like, I would literally be less than, like... 
anyone. Okay, let's do this. Okay. All right, Hayden. Yes. We're starting five categories. Let's go. Of what? Like, what do we talk? What's the what's the what the fuck is it? No, no, it's family feud. I don't oh, tell God, you what okay. we do. Before. So I'm trying to get the best of best. Of yes. Yeah, okay. Yep. yep. Okay. <clears throat> Longest men's winning streaks in tennis. Am I picking the individual or the yes, number? Who you think has the most, the longest winning streak? Oh God, um, Roger Federer. Roger Federer. Next question. One second. Mm, what's he doing? Yeah, okay. One second. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, had to check something. <laughs> most twenty-five point games in NBA history. Oh, Michael Jordan. I've got no idea. Most three Brownlow games, vote games. Gary Ablett Jr.? Gary Ablett Jr., very good. Here we go. Oh my God, Longest, oh my God, yeah. I don't know. Longest NFL championship drought. Oh. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to say... I'll go nice and easy. Detroit Lions. Detroit which Englishman has played in the most Champions League matches? All time. All time. Champions League matches. Champions League matches. Oh, that's a lot of games. So guess. Clock is in five. Oh God. Four. Three. Two. Hayden. Ryan Giggs. Ryan Giggs. Okay. Kobe. Kobe Chris. Kobe Crisp. Kobe! Kobe Crisp. I'm back. Here we go, my friend. I'm heavily frazzled. Heavily frazzled. <laughs> I wonder why. As we all are. Kobe, let's dance. I'm dancing. Longest men's winning streaks in tennis history. Novak. Novak. K for Kobe gets a point. Most 25-point games in NBA history. 25-point games. Hmm. hmm. Kobe Bryant. That was the other one I was going to go. Kobe Bean. Most three Brownlow vote games. G. Ablett. G. Junior. Junior. Good, because I was going to get you there. The longest NFL championship drought. Oh, fuck. This might be my one. This might be your one. The New York Jets. Which Englishman has oh, played in the most Champions League matches? Oh, fuck. Hmm. Wayne Rooney. Wayne Ooh. the Train Rooney. Now, I'll tell you right now, this is close. I think it is. The reason why this is close, and I'm giving you this way early, now, this might be to your detriment, Hayden. Mm, of course, always. But I could only come up with seven for the Champions League one because I'd started it. And I really liked the question, and then I clicked on about 14 articles to get <laughs> past the 100-goal mark, which the stats stopped at, and I couldn't. So I only have seven. Gary Griggs is not on my seven. You mean Ryan Griggs. Ryan, Ryan Griggs, Giggs, Ryan who Giggs. played the most games ever for Man United, is not on the list. He's not on the list. Please Google for All me. All right, mate. Ryan How Griggs. many games did Ryan Griggs play in the Champions League? Giggs. Is it gigs or Griggs? Gigs. 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 Yeah, sorry. I, I, yeah, no, my bad. <laughs> How many? How many do you play? I'm checking. Quickly. I'm, not, I'm trying. I'm How long does it take? Top in. Ryan Giggs, Champions League matches. How many do you play? Mate. 
Hang on, one second. All right, we are. <laughs> Sorry, oh, this this dickhead. Me. This dickhead named a Welshman. Oh fuck me! This dickhead Shush. named a Welshman. Oh fuck off! He goes, how many's the top scorer on that list? He's played 145. I said, is he English? And now he's had a mental breakdown. Let's go. It's close though because one of his answers was very low. Let's start from the fuck top. My dear. Let's start from the top. Tennis longest win streaks. Kobe's gone Novak for eight points. Hayden's gone Fed for seven. Eight Ooh. to seven. Who, Who was nine, nine and ten? Borjon Borg. Mm. Bjorn Borg. Bjorn. Bjorn. <laughs> Bjorn. No, no fucking faith, though. Most 25-point games. Hayden has Jordan for seven points. Kobe has... Uh, Kobe. Kobe has Kobe for six. Ooh. So we're tied. Was Kareem up there? Kareem was nine points worth. <sighs> LeBron. LeBron was ten. Yeah, dickhead. Malone was eight. So that means we have Kobe on 14 and Hayden on 14. Oh, wow. Ron Both Giggs. of you. Gary Abajunas worth 10 points. We're on yes. 24. Very good. Ron Giggs. The Cardinals are worth nine points. They have the second oh, longest Arizona. They have the second longest streak. Wow. No, Detroit. Sorry, you said Cardinals, mate. Sorry, they have the longest. Yep. Lions, that's worth nine points still. Yeah. Um, you go to 33. Thank you. The Jets are only worth two points. Because you, you actually go, won one. You go to 26. So I'm seven points behind. Seven points behind. And I'll shut the bed. Hayden listed a Welshman. Oh, fuck. Which is not on the list. Because but, he's not English. But Wayne Rooney, is he more than seven? Kobe has listed Wayne Rooney. Who is not more than seven, surely? I'll start from the top. Please. Ten points. Was Paul Scholes? Oh, this is the other one I was gonna say. Scholes, actually. I don't even Sorry. know who it is. Number nine was Gary Neville. Yep. Number eight was John Terry. Oh, seven, no. It's seven not was ready. It's Wayne, isn't it? This seven is for a tie, by the way. Oh. Wayne Rooney <sighs> is worth four points. Yeah! Yeah! Ryan Giggs! Ryan Giggs! Ryan Giggs! I fucking love the Welsh. Beautiful place in the world, Wales. Hayden wins. Thank you. I just want to thank all my fans. Dylan did say on this pod that I am really bad at this. Hey, you I, got one. I, yeah. The NFL one stuffed you. Sorry, mate. I, Shock. I, I, I literally I gave that to you on a silver platter, mate. You know. You fucked it. <laughs> you know. So what? what does that make? I had a real good thing about that too. You I were thought, frazzled. Been, you were frazzled, weren't I thought, you, sir? I thought, who's been shit for ages? I thought you would have said the Browns worth three points. That still wouldn't have helped you, unfortunately. Yep. My boys, the Vikings, worth one only. Yeah. Yep. Who was but ten then, again? Ten was Cardinals. Yeah, haven't won, won since uh, that. Never, come in. never won. So, Sorry. there we go. Quiz, quiz coming up for Cobby. Quiz Ooh, for Cobby. So make him good, make mate. It make good. Him good. Well, coming yeah. off some pretty bloody good ones. Absolutely. Not yours. From on, definitely Dill, not me. Dill's done a good job. Alrighty. See you, fellas. Hey, hey boys. Baby. Boys. Oh. Bit of a quote for you. <sighs> Time flies by mm. pretty quick, mm. but you're the pilot. So wrap the dip. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Dylan, what are you doing? <laughs> okay. Baby Dylan. You going to finish? <laughs> Not now. <laughs> See you, everyone. Bye.